Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Limitless Women. I'm Pamela, your host of the podcast, where I get an opportunity to interview powerful and inspirational women from all around the world to share with you their success stories despite all real life circumstances in order to help each other grow in all areas of our life. I trust you're healthy and safe and using these scary times that we are living through to reflect, learn, restore, support one another, be closer to the people we love, to try something new, to challenge yourself and create or reinforce healthy habits. And through these moments, we shall learn how to become more kind to each other. Just remember, we're all in this together. Today I'm sharing with you a very inspiring and powerful conversation with a young entrepreneur that was recorded before this COVID-19 situation. And honestly, I couldn't share this interview in a better time. In the moments like this, where lots of businesses will disappear and jobs will change by the series of curated events forever, in the times where we have to become creative and need courage to do something different and try something new, using skills and different online tools to get back more powerfully when everything will get back to normality. This woman became one of my recent motivation and inspiration that helped me to reconnect with my energy, drive, and powerful spirit of succeeding in what I do, regardless life circumstances. Please meet Rowan, owner and clinic manager of Mavis Eglinton Physiotherapy Center. She graduated from York University with finance degree. It took us a little bit of time to get into the conversation, but you will find lots of valuable points through entire talk that you would enjoy. We touch a bit of everything, from being a refugee immigrant to surviving non-stop war in Gaza, Palestine, politics, building the best customer service in her business, hunger for success, about the future and personal drive, difference in culture and respect, personal inspirations, power of a smile, family, and the importance of support from your partner. I wish you enjoy as much as I did. I am really excited for this interview. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited too. How I met Rowan is I came to her business and she has a massage physiotherapy business. And I love the environment. The service great. The staff were amazing. And then I came up to front desk and I started like talking to her without knowing that you were the owner. I saw on the wall something really interesting that I'm going to read. We accept refugee claimant. I started asking you what it meant. And then you started telling me a little bit of your story. And I said, I need to interview you because your story needs to be heard. Thank you so much for your kind words about our clinic. We were so happy to see you and your partner. We were so happy that you enjoyed the service and you enjoyed the environment as well. That's our main priority like customer satisfaction and happiness when i make someone happy it means like they make me happy that's my my top priority and i moved to canada as a refugee claimant i really when i moved to canada i was a refugee claimant but i didn't know my rights so i'm just making people aware that they have rights that they can come for service and it's covered by the government they have the right when they feel like they have pain they have the right to get services at that time when we moved my mom she had severe back pain but we didn't know that there is a physiotherapy and even like it's covered the government will pay for it why would you use it if you need it right so tell me what inspired you to have this kind of business 
um my friend like my inspiration come from my friend she was very successful in this field so i pushed my dad my dad he retired from his job our and then i pushed him to start this business and i i promised him to be like with him to make this business successful and can you tell us a little bit more of your story because if you move here as a refugee to Canada, how long that was ago and how has your first couple of years been here in Canada? We decided to move to Canada in August 2016. We literally before we moved, we didn't even know where Canada is located on the GPS. But we heard a lot that Canada is a place that you will like it's a place for it's a good place for better life. And it's also a country where you will live peacefully with no worries and no like fears. So when we moved, my dad had to go back for his work. So it was so challenging for us because we moved to a place that literally we, we have no idea what it's gonna like face, we, what we are gonna face in the future. The first couple of months were frustrating because I already finished two school uh, two years at my school in Dominican Republic, and I had to start from zero again because they didn't accredit any of my uh, courses before, like the courses I already taken, and that was for me very sad because in two thousand fourteen I had to leave my country because of the last war we witnessed. And I had to start from zero again in Dominican Republic in 2014. So that's for me was like, I felt that it's a waste of time. But my dad and my mom, they always were pushing me to look for the future and to be positive all the time. And now, and, and that simply is, I was helping my parent, my, my mom and my brothers to start their life as well. I registered them in school and my brother in university. And I used to volunteer a lot. And I just remember this. I used to volunteer a lot like full time and refugee centers help newcomers to start. Because I, I told you like, I had literally had no idea what I'm gonna like, um, how to get my papers to apply for work permit or all this stuff and even how to write um, to fill out the applications for the immigration so i had to read a lot about this once i like i feel like i master it like i know very well how to do it i start volunteering with other people like to help other people to start their new lives and i volunteered for one year and seven months and i used to write articles in arabic uh, websites about like how let's say how to accredit um, let's say university certificate and West using West website do you know West like no. I, like when you move from Canada like from anywhere else in the world to Canada you have to accredit like let's say send your certificate and courses to West let's have a company and then they will accredit it that your certificate in the Canadian way so I used to write many articles how to help people start their new life and people they always think that even like it always people believe that 
oh she came she moved to canada as a refugee and she had no idea what is like about what she's gonna face in canada and now she's helping people starting their new life which is very inspiring that's for amazing them. thank you but but after that like i i literally like before i get married i used to help people a lot but now i'm so busy with the business and my my personal life but whoever like ask me for help i will definitely do it always all the time wow that's incredible always giving yes it i will return in one way or another i will one. i never ask for money like i know some people they ask for money for like they when they know how to help like they have to let's say fill up the application forms and stuff they ask for at least five hundred dollars per application or whatever i never ask anyone for any like penny because i believe whoever i when i make people happy my god will help me in my life like my personal life Absolutely. and will always stand with me i agree wow that's so beautiful it's very so you studied finances mm -hmm. and at the same time running this business mm -hmm. how you handle your life and set up your times I used to take like all my courses, five courses within two days. Like I put them, let's say, my, I usually used to go to school Monday and Tuesday. Let's say Monday full time from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Tuesday, I had to go for sometimes like I do remember. I really don't remember, but I remember last semester I had to go for two days. One time like in the morning, early morning before we open and then I come straight like directly from school to here and then i only take days off when i have the final exam midterms and final exams one day before the exam and i study only before the exams and i used to get sometimes a's and b's it depends wow. it depends yeah and then yeah i used to study hard because i know i don't have time to study so when i study i study very hard and then i i study a day or two before the exam so all the data that comes into my mind are fresh and then i used to work full time 10 to 8 every day except the days when i go to school my dad helped me on the reception and i have another uh, assistant she usually used to work when i'm off but before the final exams let's say i take a, a day and a week off that week I don't come to work at all. I just stay home and study and once I'm done with school I come back to normal life like um full day at work. What do you think it makes your business so successful? That I believe that we always help people to relieve their pain. So once people once they come to us, they come with pain and they live happy with a smile. So when I see people happy, like it's a daily achievement for me that push me to continue and proceed for the next day. And then it always motivates me to expand. Like now we are opening a new location. So I'm always like, when I see wow. people, like they giving me, let's say good words and honest words, it always push me to be more successful and help other people like now people like they think that one location is not enough so they were pushing me like you are so successful go for another location so at the beginning i said no i'm okay with one location but then i my parents they always motivate me like now we are going for a second location it's exciting 
I'm, I'm also so afraid, but let's try and see. We will see. Uh, I, I have no doubt that it's going to be successful at this one as well. So you are on mid-age of your 20s. Mm -hmm. And that's just incredible because you're 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And you opened this place almost two years ago. We can say that you are already stable in certain way mm -hmm. and just like moving forward in business. How you made this happen with all your life circumstances, being new in Canada, starting a career full time and running the business? From day one, I feel like this business is a challenge for me. I usually, I like to know everything. And when we started, I had no idea what this business is. So I had to read a lot. And then every day is a challenge for me because I'm learning a new thing. And like having this job as a challenge will always push me to improve my skills and would make me so excited for the next day. And when I wake up in the morning, I wake up like, so I know some people, they wake up lazy. They don't want to go to work. But no, when I wake up, I don't like to take days off. I, I feel so excited. I'm going to meet new people and more people will tell me about their stories, how this, this service improve them, like make them feel much better, relieve their pain. All of these kind words will push me to the future, like to be more successful in the future and keep this business up. Because if like, if let's say one day I feel I woke up lazy, this business will shut down because I will, I will keep being lazy and, People won't like people will not get the same service as they used to, and I really don't like that. I feel so bad when I feel when I see someone left a bad review on Google Maps or whatever, wherever I call them, I explain, I hear from them, and I promise them like to come back and get better experience with us. I don't just read it and ignore it. I'm not that. Or you getting mad? No, I never. I always understand. I always tell people inside. Whoever leave a good a good review, they are like we really appreciate it. But whoever leave a bad review, we have to talk to them and make sure that they are satisfied. Because we open this business to make people satisfied and happy, and they come to us to get relief, not to cause them express. Because you know you come to massage to get relief. So imagine like you you come to get relieved and then you live with bad experience. That's not good for us. And if we ignore this one, it means that we are going to ignore, ignore more people and this business will never grow up. I agree. So I guess like this is one of the reasons that keeps you motivated to grow as a businesswoman. I never thought of what you are saying this way. I will never think that I'm a businesswoman. No, I'm thinking that I'm coming every day to work because this is my job. I have to do the, my job the proper way. And I always expect everyone here to do the same thing, to come to work and they like believe in like what they make to help people, not just to come and to get money, like to get paid at the end of the month. And that's it. That's not our, like, let's say main priority or whatever. We all here as a one team to help people. That's it. I like that you're mentioning this because I was wondering, you coming as a refugee immigrant, mm -hmm. but I've seen most of immigrants or refugee mm -hmm. immigrants, they come to this country, they go and find a job. So how did you took like the courage or why were the reasons to start a business and not just finding a job? 
because one time my husband sent me a picture of a quote from a Chinese businessman. He said like there are two type of people. People who decide to run a business and then become millionaires and people who start to go for a job and then they get paid the same thing. People are not smart. Like they should think smartly and always do their best to get a business. I really don't know like who was the writer. Like when he sent me this quote, I, I always keep it in mind that I want to be a millionaire. I don't just want to be like who a person who get paid and then waiting for retirement and getting pension or whatever once he, they retire. Something I think like that inspires you. Mm-hmm. Because you know, like imagine that you were you have your business, you will always grow up. But if you have your job, you will be waiting for let's say bonus or whatever at the end of every year, and that's nothing. I start getting paid sixty, and now I'm getting net net profit, which means that I'm getting way much more than what I was expecting. But how was the beginning of? We were losing a lot. Like we had to pay for this business more than two hundred fifty thousand. The first for renovation, and then the first six months we use we used to pay everything out of bucket for the employees for electricity for rent everything out of bucket, but starting the six month we start making balancing out and then growing growing. We used to get bookings, but not that much, like that doesn't cover the expenses. But after the six month we start being growing so far. Now, now we making so much profit. On those specific hard moments when most of the people decided to start a new business, winning entrepreneurs in the first couple of months,、yeah. and probably for a couple of business, it takes years. How you kept yourself motivated that this was going to work? I love to hear feedback from people. They always once they are done, they tell us that the place is amazing. They love the service, and they keep giving us positive words that push us. That we know that this period is gonna end and we're gonna start making profit one day, but we don't know when. You can tell that this business is growing or you will be just losing. The point is, we were lacking for marketing. I'm the only one who's managing this business, so I didn't have time for marketing. And usually, like some people, let's say, pass by and asking for help, but they want to charge me. Two thousand for marketing, and I didn't have that much. That much, like let's say, this money at that time to pay two thousand for marketing. So I used to do it myself, putting ads online on Kijiji, refer my to my friends, the people I used to help. Like when you help someone, they will keep it in mind that once you need their help, they will be ready to help. And I used to use, let's say, I did all what you can expect. To market for our business, but luckily, once you love the service, that's how we grow up. Referrals, people refer each other. I never paid any penny for marketing, never, and I will not do it even when I have money now. I don't need it. People do do it when they don't have, let's say, the set. My my dad always say that I'm overconfident about my abilities and skills, but because I work hard on myself. I I learn everything. I used to stay late until eleven p.m. just doing the job and organizing the clinic, and doing the paperwork. So I know everything. That's why I'm so 
confident about and i know that god is always with me so that's why i'm so confident that this business will grow and the other business will grow as well even we didn't start it yet but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be there i will never leave my dad alone i love your confidence my dad he always surprised how confident i am you don't know how much time i spent how late the first six months some days i don't sleep at night just thinking how we are gonna pay the expenses because the money is over and i used to save some money i myself before i used to work somewhere else before i started here so i used to save some money on the side so i give all the money i get it out and i pay for the expenses and now i'm pretty sure that i will never regret this thing i know that i will once the business grow I will compensate myself for every penny I saved and then I took it out. It's very interesting to have this mindset mm. because most of people face fears. They will give up. Most important thing that never give up. Any business, once you start, the first six months will be so challenging and you will be losing for sure. But you never give up. Keep moving ready. forward because one day it will come. Yes, exactly. Share us a little bit more of your background. Because you're moving here as a refugee, mm -hmm. running from Gaza, Palestinian war. Can you share us a little bit more? How is your transition? The when in the last war, we were suffering in all aspects: emotional, economical, and humanitarian. And we lost my family and my uncle family in the last war. So this was like pushing us to move forward and start a new life. I'm not gonna stay forever just witnessing. I, I myself, I witnessed four wars. And I, I left Palestine when I was 18. So I'm not gonna stay there and just wait for the next war and suffer. And then, you know, like you will always be stressed. And there is always conflict between the both sides, the Palestinian and the Israeli side. So why would I stay there and waste my life? I told my dad we have to leave. I have an, I have life that I wanna survive. I want I want let's say to achieve my goals. I have goals. I'm always like I'm British like I look for the future. If I stay there, I'm not gonna do anything. And that's why we left. And now look what where we are. I always feel so bad when I hear from my family back home that a new a new war about to start and they like let's say they are losing i lost so many people in the war and i don't want to be like just watching and then and ask people for i really don't know what the word to use but just telling people stories just to feel sad or like oh i feel so sorry to hear that no i want when people hear my story that to feel that oh this is so inspiring i like same way like that what you did like and i want to hear more about that's that's what i'm seeking for but don't worry anyone who's coming from gaza you will feel like you will see them strong and they always are so confident that they will like be successful in life because whatever they witness there will make them stronger back in time a couple of years ago when all this restarted again mm -hmm. as, as a war in Gaza. I was really interested what really was happening there and not just what we see in social media because we really don't know from real mm -hmm. stories from people from there. Mm -hmm. What were one of the hardest challenges for you that made you be the strong woman that you are today? 
um going back to the last word that we had like i had to stay in a place that me my my two brothers my mom and my my sister we had to stay in a place that two meters by by two meters and we have to sleep for 52 days sleep i'm waking up and we even couldn't sleep like because we all the time you will hear the pumps and the helicopters like around in the in the sky so what like every all the challenges and everything we witness in the world make me think positive that we have to get rid of all of this we have to start a new life we are human i want to look go for a place that where i can live peacefully no worries like what why everyone else is living their their life the way they want and we only the only people not the only people but we are one of the people who has to suffer the whole life everyone in gaza they suffer for their lives until they move until they move anywhere else that's one of the things that amazed me the most about you that you're like su- suffering a difficult situation back in home mm-hmm. but beside that you have like this positive mindset that made you move and not just you but your family to have a new mm-hmm. a normal life because i'm always looking to the positive and to the negative like let's say the negative scenario the worst scenario i always look into the positive i myself i believe that there are two scenarios like even to feel all the time you feel bad and sad and look and be let's say depressed or you just moving forward and ignore all what makes you sad or make you depressed you will live life anyway so live it the positive way why why not and everyone around me they sometimes feel surprised like in personal life i have been married for one year and seven months now and in our country, women should get pregnant the first month, let's say. And I have been trying, but I never made this affect my life, my work. I always come to work positive and having the energy. I never think that, oh, I have problems. I should stay home or like cry or whatever. Nothing affect my life. Because let's say when I'm depressed, I may, I'm going to make everyone depressed. Mm-hmm. Why would I do so? Yeah, when we are not really positive, it has an impact I remember one day I I was extremely like it's only one day it happened like I came to work that I was so depressed I had like many problems in my life personally and I was not smiling at all so there is a client who came in and I was talking to her like so firm I didn't like smile the same way I usually do so when she left she left um, a, a review on a group on and she said, uh, and she mentioned in the interview that the receptionist was not feeling well. And she left like very bad review about the receptionist. So I hear, when I read the review, I realized that I shouldn't do this. Like I always have to be uh, spreading, let's say, the positive energy and be smiling. So people, they won't understand your personal problems. They will never. So you have to show them the other side of you. And that's so true, like in any kind of business, people are worried. They, are, they will affect your mood. If you yes, see some... if they treat you badly, like why are you in customer service I didn't, then? I didn't treat her badly, but I wasn't smiling. And she was like, 
they will never understand that okay some people they will have they will have bad they are suffering or they have bad situation you have to be smiling all the time you are working customer service and after that i realized i have to be smiling all the time going back a little bit what you were saying about your mindset back home and that you want to to make a difference in life in your life what do you think it makes people there and especially women back home to stay in those circumstances to be honest anyone who has let's say the financial ability to leave they will leave the same day you won't find anyone there but some people they don't have money to leave they don't have any it's very hard to get visa anyway especially for people from gaza if you don't have money you will never get a visa so they try and then they give up let's say my aunt my uncle i always push him to come here and he said like give me visa and second day i will be here but we tried many times and he will never get visa visa because he's from palestine from least not palestine from gaza specific and some people they have their family like they have their job like they have at least they are financially stable they so they don't have they are not looking for anywhere to go anywhere else and one more thing all the elder people back home if you pay them million dollar they won't leave they say like they believe that palestine is a holy land and they will never die like let them themselves die anywhere else so and my my grandma and my grandpa we were begging them they it's easily they can easily get visa because of my dad and us but they will never come that simply is as a muslim woman mm-hmm. right now that you're living in the occidental side of the world successful independent woman it's mm-hmm. something really normal here in terms of your culture your beliefs did you face uh, difficulties you being so independent free spirit and you a woman like, that want to go on come true your dream you mean like what people think in gaza or here you both mean, like culturally for you first thing let's say let's start with being like back home they were so proud of me like yeah that she's young she's married and then she's financially independent and she i i recently graduated from york university So and they were so happy to hear like they always feel like I'm so idol for them that yeah they always push their daughters to think the same way I do and they ask me for advice all the time and Incredible. here I never wow. and here in Canada I never heard any complaint or something no. regarding like being hijab before I moved I was so surprised uh, I I I was so afraid that people they won't accept me with the hijab because and Dominican Republic I used to live for three years they doesn't know what what this mm-hmm. means or why I'm wearing this they always think that I'm celebrating Halloween all the time or yeah because I'm putting this thing what is this thing what Muslim means so I was so afraid when we moved to Canada but when I came I realized that most of people Muslims people like there are many Muslims mm-hmm. and they wear it they work wherever they want they are independent so there was no challenge or fears for me regarding being muslim in canada 
And Canada is like multicultural country. Super like, multicultural. At the same time, you will you will meet people from different countries, different religion, different beliefs, and they are friends. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everyone is like friendly, open-minded. Mm-hmm. And they understand. They understand. Which, Let's say which back is home, great. Yeah, like back home, people are so strict. They will never accept to see, let's say, a lady walking on the street with short dress. You will never see this there. You will never see like people on, like, we have beaches swimming with bikini. No, no way. They will kill them. <laughs> because that's what we grow up seeing. Like I moved from, from a very strict culture coming to Canada and see people do whatever they want. They can even change their gender or like they accept. It was for me, I never made any comment regarding this. I, I respect all people. Wow. But I feel so bad when I hear people from back home commenting about these things. They will not understand it. But I tell them like once you move to Canada or any place they are multicultural, you will understand them why. Absolutely. I, I totally respect. They they have to respect. I feel so bad when I hear people they don't respect others. When I expect them to respect me with the hijab and like living independent, give them the respect mm-hmm. the same way. What happiness means for you? When I make people happy. I usually like feel and it's for me it's a daily achievement. People come with pain and leave with a smile. That's the happiness for me. I'm not gonna like be so idle and take like about anything else or like say just things that I don't believe in. Simply happiness is making people happy for me. What woman inspires you? Oprah. Oprah? Because like I usually read many things about many comments about her and I always let's say to be honest, I don't have time to watch TV or watch her show, but I read what she writes and people when she started being like let's say tv representative people they didn't like accept her as being dark or they were making jokes and they didn't respect but she she let's say she was i believe that it was a challenge for her to prove for the whole world that she's a successful woman and i always follow her and i follow her steps Incredible. How do you see yourself in five to ten years? What's next for you? I see myself like an owner for at least 10 to 15 physiotherapy clinics. That's from the business perspective, like very successful woman. And now I'm thinking about writing a book about like... The funniest thing that happened, like when I, I'm, I'm working customer service. So every day there's a story I usually share with people, like what about client, about the situation that happened. So I'm, let's say, seriously thinking about writing every story. I'm, I'm encouraging you oh. to do it. I would read your book. Oh, I would love to do it. So now I'm thinking and... If I like, I will share that idea with my parents and my family because my mom, she always inspired me. Like she pushing me when I need someone to push me and motivate me. I go for my mom. So if she push me like the way I want, 
I'm gonna start writing the story and then the first copy from my book will be for you. Thank you. I really appreciate it and like looking forward to read it. I would love to ask you this because I feel that you have the confidence to answer this kind of question. Do you feel proud of yourself? A lot. Yes. Wow. Yes. Because I'm, when I compare myself with people from my age, I feel like now I, I know that I graduated late. All my friends and colleagues, they graduated a while ago. But at least I had to go to pre-universities and start from zero two times. And finally, I graduated and I made it. I'm running a business and now next within two months, I'm going to have another location. I have my dream car. I got my dream car. I think I'm the... And whatever I dream of, I move forward. I do my best to achieve it. So I'm so proud of myself. And I can balance out between my, let's say, my life, like the personal life and the work. I used to have some challenges in the beginning, but now it's everything is balanced out. And my husband is very supportive. What makes your marriage so successful so far? That my husband is so understandable. And he always helped me and motivate me. He's the one who always motivate me for new location. He said he's a dentist, by the way. And he always telling me that, if you need me to be with you, I'm going to leave my job and work with you, like help you and start your new clinics because I need support. And he said, I'm down to pay. Now, when we started the business, we were newly married, but now we have been married for one year and seven months. And he said, all the financial responsibility, I'm going to be responsible for, but I'm going to be very supportive for you. I believe in you. And I know that one day you will be very, very successful. So he's always pushing me. I'm super happy for you. I'm super happy to hear these kind of stories from supportive men. Mm-hmm. Um, we need supportive men as well. The most important part of my story that having a supportive man. Because if he's not supportive, I will be suffering a lot. And this job will be, I won't be successful. Because if he doesn't support, it means he won't let me work more than 10 hours a day. He won't let me work seven days a week or six days sometimes i work seven days sometimes six days it will be very challenging for me to balance out but i'm so happy that he's supportive i'm, I'm really happy to hear really it definitely helps any kind of situation mm-hmm. when our partners are supportive and i was like everyone here believes that i'm so young to get married but back home they believe that i, I get married so <laughs> old yeah because yeah. at my age like if I don't get married, people will think, oh, she will never get married. Right. But I decided to get married when I met the right person. The person I believe he will be with me. And he will be very, like, supportive. Not just to get married because I'm, I'm getting old. Right. I'm not getting old, but people believe right. that I'm getting old. Each is on her mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last but not for least, what advice and good message would you give to your future self and your future generations? Never give up. Follow your dreams. Never. That's the only thing I would advise anyone at my age. Because we give up so easily as youth. If we don't achieve what we are looking for from the first time, we will, will not do it. That, and don't concentrate on looking for let's say a stable job or a husband 
just focus on starting a business that will make you rich in the future i know that money not i'm i'm not seeking like i'm not talking from let's say financial perspective but money is like the top priority for people and it motivates the youth especially the youth to be successful in the future i'm not like i myself the, the least thing i care about is money but i know from my colleagues and my staff that money is their top priority it's a way of living especially least. in canada mm-hmm. because you imagine like you follow your dreams but in order to follow your dreams you will suffer you won't have money you will have to lose what you save so you will stressful and you have to be bills and you need so to be like, like if you give up you won't yeah of course yeah. if you give up you will never be successful well thank you so much for your time I hope like you understand like my I I just absolutely like I can connect with you looking at you be honest like before we moved to Canada my English was zero we don't learn English in schools I just learned English here you did a great job thank you so much Um, and I was so happy to meet you today thank you and it's really inspiring I want you to know this that doesn't matter through life circumstances that you live that we all have different kind of life circumstances But I've never experienced war. I don't even imagine what it feels like. And to have a positive mindset like yours and to just go and really restart by a third time in a different country with different culture, different language, with a really positive mindset, that's a winning. You're a great example. Nothing is impossible. We have to keep hustling. Not everything is perfect and not everything comes to us. Just like that Mm -hmm. and if we really truly want something we have to go out there and achieve it you are a great example for all those people that they are back home suffering really sad circumstances keep going and don't stop because you are their inspiration thank you so much this story is a great example of the young power in our valley that we lose as we get older and busy with our life Please listening to her again, re-energize, reconnect with your passion and smile more. She's a great example of you can do anything you want, regardless complications and difficulties of external life circumstances. Thanks for tuning in to Limitless Women Podcast. Stay safe and healthy there. And until next time, truly yours. If you liked the episode, please help me to review and give us five star on iTunes. Share with the ones you think they will enjoy it. That will help me to reach out to more like-minded people and help more women to grow their businesses and assist in what they do. I will truly appreciate that. You can also follow us in social media as Limitless Women Podcast. Thank you, and don't forget to smile.